0: What's going on, good people? Welcome to season two, episode 21.
1: Having a beautiful time. Want to talk to him about what we're going to discuss today. Oh yes, please join us for a riveting conversation about kindness, liberation, and understanding.
0: Yes, Lord. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at serendipity with Inky Johnson across all podcast platforms, including YouTube. Be sure to comment, share, like, and subscribe. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Peace. Peace. What's going on, good people? Welcome to Serendipity Podcast, Season Two, Episode Twenty One. I'm Ink. I'm Oak. What's poppin'? What's Wazo, that? Tres, Oak for <laughs> news. Y'all know Oak got about three names now. Y'all know one. Oak got about three, and my mama done gave me about four.
1: <laughs> What's popping, man? How you doing? Ain't that to it, man? Ain't that to it? Loving the day, loving the moment. Yeah, 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 man. yeah in the middle of this you know it's february black history and all Mm -hmm. of that you know uh i'm always amazed every year just about how little uh our students my students know about the past and i mean even recent past you know uh in terms of black history um which is american history absolutely you know what i'm saying and so um I I get excited though because it's an opportunity to to open their eyes and to give them an opportunity to uh, to look back and and learn about the folks that came before them. Absolutely, um, like right now, one of the things I'm I'm very proud about is uh, I gave my students a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm challenging you guys.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know how you could, you know, get it out to us, but or, or just ask anyone. Can you tell me, can you recite Lift Every Voice and Sing? Mm. Right? Can can anyone?
0: Yeah. Can
1: you recite the all three
0: verses? Yeah, most know the first.
1: Of Lift Every Voice and Sing. Yeah. Right? The Stony the road we tried, bitter the chest and rod, felt in the days when hope I'm born and died. Yeah. The second verse. You know what I'm saying? God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, Thou who has brought us thus far on the way. Mm. Thou who has by thy might led us into the light. Keep us forever in the past, we pray. Yes, sir. Lest our feet stray from the places our God we met thee. Lest our hearts, drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. Shadow beneath thy hand, may we forever stand. True to our God. True to our native land. Mm. Right? Yes, sir. James Weldon Johnson. James um, Weldon Johnson. Clark, Atlanta. Clark College, or which is now Clark, Atlanta university you know for real for real why we, why we real own it right now you know so um yeah just just uh just highlighting those those uh people who don't get mentioned in the history books who don't yeah. get mentioned on the television screen oh, or in the movies but uh have paved the way for us to be here today you know i i enjoy bringing those people to light, you know absolutely black history uh, African-American history, African history, American history, all of that good stuff, man. Yeah.
0: I, uh, I got a chance, man, to, uh, bring a, you know, an important and vital lesson to my kids, right? Because the Emmett Till series, of course, is on television and, um, you know, it's, it's intense. It's real life. And I got a chance to watch a portion of it with my children. And I always stress to them, when you talk to somebody, you look them dead square in their face and in their eyes, right? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't bow your head, you don't duck, you don't shuck, you don't jive, regardless of what the content may be. You look them dead screen in their eyes, right? And in the movie, there was a time to where they were discussing, the uncle came into the courtroom. Mm-hmm. And when he was pointing out the men that did what they did to Emmett, he was looking at him, right? And the significance was he was looking at him and he was pointing at him and he didn't bow his head, he didn't duck down. Yeah. Like he looked them dead square in the eyes and pointed at him. Right. And people was talking about the significance of it, right? And they said something that I felt was powerful and potent. It said, courage looks different on every man and woman. Yes. Right. And in that moment, there was courage for him. Because throughout the movie, if you watch when he interacted with white people, he would always that duck his good. head. Or when they would walk by, he'll tell his kid, hey, duck your head. And in that moment, what happened, he walked into the courtroom. He was like, nah, that's them right there, right? And that was his form of being courageous about what happened uh, to his nephew. And so for my children, that was a vital lesson in terms of black history. But I want to get into it, man. I got one to start us off with a quote card. It says, if you have to choose between being kind and being right, choose being kind and you will always be right. If you have to choose between being kind and being right, Choose being kind and you will always be right. Talk Man, to me, sir.
1: It, uh, that, that statement um, reaches so many different levels, y'all. Yeah. Because it says if you got to choose between being kind and being right. Most times we we have our feelings and we have what we think and we want to be right, which is cool, which is, you know, no pressure. I'm not not knocking that. Yet what you gain and what you give unto the universe, what you give unto the world, what you give unto society by being kind. Mm -hmm. We don't know what anyone is going through.
0: Absolutely.
1: At every moment of interaction. Absolutely. So you being right is cool. Yet you being kind is life saving.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You being kind is uh, that sustaining force for someone who may be at at, at, at the next moment ready to just check out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But because you were kind, because you were kind in your delivery, even if you were telling them they were wrong about something, even if you were correcting them about something, yes, sir. even if you, regardless of what you were saying to them, it doesn't matter the way in which you said it. The spirit in which you said it is life-saving. Understand that your words and the spirit and the energy that you give out to folks, it can destroy or it can save people, man. Absolutely. And so for me, like when I'm I'm less than my best, that's when I, one of the places where I would say I'm less than my best is when I don't let kindness be in the forefront of my tongue. Gotcha. Right? Because... Or when I let, I just want to be right, or my anger, or my angst, or whatever disposition I may have, or whatever emotion I may have in that moment supersedes just the quality and the character of being kind. Yes, sir. Just being good folk. Good folk. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm, I'm I get. I get real. I get real tight about that, man. I get real tight about. Just being kind because it doesn't take anything from you. It doesn't take you. You don't have to be special. You don't have to have, you know, any special talent. Just be, a, just be kind. No doubt, no doubt, right? And the way in which, especially nowadays, and having um, some people very close to me who have, you know, mm-hmm. lost some folks that are that that are very close to them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just also off a whim, they like just took their life. They took their own life, right? And who knows if, if if, if a conversation of kindness, a conversation of gratitude, a conversation of letting that person know they're worth it mm. would have gave them enough pause to not make the decision that they made. Right? That's, good, That's how powerful kind is. That's how powerful being a good person is. Yeah. It is the difference between, literally, the difference between life and death.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. You know, it's a quote. It says, um, pride cares about who's right. Humility cares about what's right. Yes, sir. Right. And when we talk about being kind, I often think about the word grace, Mm -hmm. right? Like giving yourself grace and giving other people grace. Like that's a real thing, man. When we talk about, you never know what somebody is going through. It says that everybody we meet is fighting a battle that we know nothing about. And oftentimes, even when we're listening to people, I think when we're listening and we wanna be right, we listen with the intent to reply and not the intent to understand mm-hmm. because we wanna be right, right? You saying something and I feel like I got a valid place and space in this argument or in this debate, I wanna be right, bro. I yeah. feel like I could crush you. I'm finna checkmate you, mm-hmm. right? And I was talking on a, a call last week and I was sharing, a cat asked me what was my toughest challenge, right? Personally, I said my, my toughest challenge it wasn't anything that happened to me personally. It was indirectly affecting me. It was Mm -hmm. something that happened to my wife. That was my toughest challenge because I couldn't do anything about it. And I had to stand in it. I said, but what it taught me more than anything was, like, bro, sometimes as a man, like, she don't need your answer. (laughs) You feel me? Like, she don't need your perspective. Like, some people don't need your answer or your perspective. Some people don't need you to be right. Sometimes you just need to shut up. Right. Just chill, just listen, be a shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Just be kind, like be there, be there for them, support them, encourage them. Like we think we always got to be right and we got to answer and we got knowledge and we got whatever the case may be. Nah, man, sometimes just listen with the intent to understand and not the intent to reply. Just pick up what they putting down every once in a while.
1: And and the, the thing is, more times than not, the people that you converse with and the people that are in your circle and your loved ones, your community, that's really all they really need from you. Yeah. Unless they're asking you a direct question. No doubt. If they're just, you know, just speaking, speaking their heart, speaking their feelings, speaking their thoughts, whatever it may be, they're they're really just needing someone to hear them, someone to validate them, someone to understand or try to understand. Like, most people are trying to... Communicate and converse to make sure they're not crazy, right? Like you hear me, okay? That's all I really need you to do. Yeah, is hear me, no doubt, right? Because um anything other than it becomes that the notion of who's right, what's right, how you feel, you know, what's your perspective, what's your perspective, mm-hmm. and we get into this danger zone of judgment, right? When we start to think that my perspective has more value than your perspective mm-hmm. yeah then now you're you're stepping outside of the realm of being kind because mm-hmm. being kind is simply I'm just listening yeah and whatever it is you need me to do where where you need me to take this whatever the, the information or whatever it is that you're saying to me right yeah um what do you want me to do with it? hmm. And I would I'm 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 basically at your feet. Yeah, I'm I'm your servant right now. I'm I have given up my positional dominance and allowed you to have it because that's really all you need right now. You need the positional dominance for you to process whatever it is that you're going through. Mm-hmm. You don't need my advice. You don't need my thoughts. Yeah. Right. They may be helpful. Sometimes and sometimes not. But you don't need it. Mm-hmm. What you need is your own understanding, your own peace, your own individual way of processing whatever it is you're going through. That's what you need. Yeah. What you may want is my advice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But always understand what you need is your own individual understanding. Yeah. And I'm a part of that process by listening. Mm-hmm. I I am assisting you in getting to your place of understanding by listening. And sometimes when we offer our perspective, we make it worse than when they first started talking to us. Mm. Hmm. Because we have this 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 notion of or this want or need to be right as That's opposed true. to being kind. Yeah. That kind of thing is real, man. Yeah, Being that's kind, heavy. peace. That's heavy, you know man. what I'm saying? Nonviolent. All of those things. Those we call them soft skills, right? But those soft skills are the are the, are the revolutionary skills. Yeah. Dr. King was revolutionary. Was different level. Because it was nonviolent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It wasn't in your face. Yeah. So most people um, don't understand how strong you have to be, how powerful you have to be to be kind. To be nice, mm. to assume the positive, to bring the positive energy at every moment, mm-hmm. right? To be nonviolent—all of those things—that takes strength.
0: Absolutely, different level. That takes
1: strength. a real level of strength, man. Yeah, it takes a real level of faith to walk in nonviolence, to walk in being kind, to walk in peace, being at the forefront of of your existence.
0: You no, know, okay. Really. I heard some earlier this week and I'm like, man, I can't wait to pitch and catch with Oak about that. And it's been, you know, it's been said for a while. And I think on one end of the spectrum, you can use it on the other end of the spectrum. I wonder how dangerous it is as people grow and Mm -hmm. become right. Like I heard a person telling, you know, a younger person, go do your thing. Prove them wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. You doing this to prove them wrong. Go prove to them that they was wrong. Right. And that's great and it serves and has a space in place, right? To where you do your thing and you prove them wrong, right? But it made me sit back and think because I've done it when I was young. I'm like, man, I'm gonna show these cats. I'm gonna prove them wrong, right? But the older you get, you start to realize that your greatness, your excellence and what you bring to the table should not be predicated upon you proving somebody wrong. Like it ain't ain't long life in that, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you think getting a cat going or if you hear something like that in your classroom like what's some insight that you have on that how you view that what's the perspective that you'll share with a young cat if he came to you and he just said i'm gonna prove him wrong right i know it has a space in place but it does you know and, what i'm saying
1: and uh i i definitely use that card early on i yeah, that's that's element too. that's elementary school yeah mm-hmm. right that's a jump starter yeah that that sort of gets you going, gets you in the process. That's the five you in, energy. That's the yeah. shot. Let's yes. go. Let's go. Yeah. That's your that's the thing that gets you in the flow. No doubt. Right? You in the flow. Now, um, if if you lean into that too too much, then let's say you don't prove them wrong, then what? Then what? Could be catastrophic. Right. Right. Because now what what proving them wrong, what that really is, is you're you're ge- handing over your autonomy. Mm. You're handing over your power to someone else's uh, decision as to your validity. Right. Yep. Nobody. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's your mama, your daddy, Jesus. Nobody <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> has the place to, um, to 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 judge to to value your validity as a person. No doubt. Because Jesus, God sent Jesus just like God sent you, no doubt. Now the wondrousness of Jesus is Jesus is never gonna do that. Mm. Jesus is never gonna be like, um, you ain't gotta prove nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Jesus is gonna be like, you ain't gotta prove nothing to me, right? Right? Because it's not about your ego. It's about you. It's about your satisfaction. It's about your fulfillment. So when we start talking about, okay, I'm doing this to prove it to someone else. All right, cool. I'm proving it. They they, they said, I never do it. I never do it. Now, once you do it, then what? Right. Which means there's a finiteness, if you will, to your progress, to your growth.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Right? You have, I look at, you know, I always use NBA and NBA players and whatnot. There are certain NBA players who had a chip on their shoulder. And then once they prove to everyone else, That they were good, that they were great. Once that they got paid. Make, right. You got a contract, you got the yeah. second contract, you got the max deal, whatever. Now what? Right. Right. Then you got those others, the very few special cats. Bean Bryant now. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the cat I don't talk about, right? Who. It's not about proving it to you or to anybody else. Mm-hmm. It's about the challenges, challenges that I give myself and I'm proving it to myself over and over and over and over again. Yes. So the notion of proving is not problematic. Mm-hmm. Proving it to someone else is. Mm-hmm. Proving it to anyone or anything outside of yourself, that's when it becomes problematic because now they become the master yes. of your domain as opposed to you being the master of your domain, which means I'm proving it to myself every day. I find another challenge every day, Hmm. right? I've won five championships. No, I need to win six. Not to prove it to you because I've proven it. Like Tom Brady was great before he won with Tampa Bay. No question. But it's questions. the process. It's the process. And we're going to keep saying it. We're going to keep saying this episode 21. It can be episode 11. It can be episode one. It can be episode negative five. It can be episode 100. The process always supersedes the product, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It always supersedes the product. So when you talk about you proving something to someone, mm-hmm. then you're in the product business. Hmm. Outcome. The outcome. Yeah. But when you're talking about, I'm doing this for my fulfillment yeah for my gratification for my the understanding the assignment that God gave me when I'm doing this to walk in my gift then that is a process mm. becoming never becomes yeah you're always becoming we're always becoming we're always becoming we're always becoming right. always becoming and we never become it's it's the same thing so people say you know you never reach perfection right it's the same thing I like to say becoming never become, never becomes. That's right? good,
0: man. You know, yeah. I was watching, I was telling you, I was watching um, The Man in Arena with Brady. Mm. And he was talking about, like, in his second or third season, right, he came in when he had early success when Bledsoe went out, did well, ended up going to the Super Bowl. They won it. They come back the next season, high hopes, things get shattered, shaken up a little bit, don't finish the way they want it to finish And then they end up uh, trading Lawyer Malloy, who was a leader and a captain on the team. Second week. Right? right. Second week. Mm -hmm. And Brady said it was like his welcome to the NFL moment. Because when they traded Lawyer Malloy, he looked at Lawyer as, man, this is is the prototypical guy. Like, Mm -hmm. if you wanted a leader and a pro, this is the pro. Comes to work on time. Works hard. He's a professional. Does things the right way. And we trade him. He was like, I didn't understand it. Then they played him with the Buffalo Bills, destroyed yep. him, right? People talking all type of trash. What happened to Brady? What happened to the Patriots? It's a fluke, right? And he said, the way that we operate and the way we do our thing and the way we did it back then, we don't say we're going to win games because you're talking shit. Like, that was never our factor. That mm-hmm. was never our barometer. Right. We're going to go out and operate and be excellent because they said this about us. Those words never entered our process or locker room. No, we're going to trust in what we do. We're going to believe in what we do. And we're going to execute on what we do. And we're going to do it. It's never predicated upon us proving you wrong. You're not in the arena, Doc. You're not up bleeding, Doc. You're not sweating. Right? You're not crying. Right? You're not putting in the work. You're not sacrificing or dedicating yourself to nothing. Man, let me talk to some of y'all cats in the world that's predicating your greatness and your excellence based upon what somebody says to you that's not even sacrificing and putting in the work that you put in. Why are you basing your greatness upon their words? Why you want to prove them wrong?
1: Or their expectation.
0: Or their expectation with what they're saying to you. Right? Why you trying to prove them wrong? Prove yourself right. How about stepping back and saying, Nah, man, I know I'm built for this shit. Let's go. I know I can do this, right? I know I can operate. Now there's a space and a place. Like we said, when I was a young cat, I was a young, I'm talking about, I wanted to prove everybody wrong coming out of Crim High School, right? Loved it. Use it as a source of fuel. But the older I get and the more I want to operate and be great at what I'm doing, like I appreciate people's words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the negative. I appreciate all, I'm thankful for all of it. There's a quote right here that says, I'm thankful for all of it. The highs, the lows, the blessings, the lessons, setbacks, the comeback, the love, the hate, everything. I'm thankful for all of it. But when I go to work and I show up, it's all about what resides on the inside of me and me making sure that I got my standard and my expectation higher than what anybody else could give me so I'm not bringing my performance, my dedication, and my commitment predicating upon what somebody says to me externally. We don't win games because you talk shit. Remember that. Right. We don't win games. We don't execute and be great because you talk shit. We show up. We trust in our process. We believe in it, and we execute on it. Doc, do what you do, man. So,
1: so this this is what I guess I've, I've come to, and I really have conversed with my young Thundercats about it, and they their feedback has been um, like it's the most important. And most powerful thing I ever said to him, right? Mm -hmm. And it's real simple. Mm -hmm. Everything in life is a you issue. Yes, sir. Everything in life is a you issue. Like Mm -hmm. when you, when we get to the rat killing of the matter, everything, everything. Now, I'm not saying that like um, being dismissive of other people. No doubt. I'm. What I'm really asking is, give me a give me a situation where it's not a, a not a you issue,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Not saying things are are always mutually inclusive. Yes, there are things that are mu- mutually exclusive. Like there's a situation that happens and someone has to bear the the responsibility and bear the brunt of what they did. Mm-hmm. Now I can choose to harp on what they did to me. Or I can choose to think about and figure out how am I going to how am I going to move forward from that situation? How am I going to get better from that situation? Such that regardless of what happens, mm-hmm. I'm never a victim. All right? Regardless of what happens, the onus is on me, and I have the responsibility. I, it might not be my fault that something happened. But it's my responsibility to move on from it. It's my responsibility to heal from it. It's my responsibility to get better from it. Everything right. is a me issue or everything is a you issue. Like depending on, you know, me, you, however you want to put that, right? But every single thing. So, you t- you know, you talking shit about my team or you talking shit about my process. You're talking shit about me as a principal or me as a teacher or me as whatever that, that doesn't move me.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Now yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't move me. Like naturally it doesn't move me. I have to work for it not to move me though. No question. Because Process, your yeah. words, uh, the words of, of affirmation, the words of, man, y'all suck. They're going to move me. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's still my responsibility of how I move forward from those mm-hmm. words, how I move forward from that energy. Yeah. Right. That is me. Mm-hmm. I can't change it. I'm not looking to be like, why you said that or you shouldn't say that or you shouldn't feel that way. That's not my business. That's not my lane. My business. My lane is how I move from any situation, any stimuli. That's my business.
0: So, OK, we talking with that because like, I love that when you say uh, everything is a you issue because I use it in my own life, right? Are we talking, is that extreme ownership and response? Like when something happens to you or you just owning what happens, right? If somebody does something to you, right, that's not right, it's not cool. Mm-hmm. So are you talking in terms of they did it and now it's on me, how I respond to it and how I process it and the perspective that I see it with?
1: that? That is exactly what I'm saying. Gotcha. Yet, I'm not a, a, a absorbing them mm-hmm. from the fucked up shit that they did. did. Got gotcha. you. But that's their business. Mm-hmm. They, they as, you know, the old folks, you say, you got to see God for yourself. No doubt. You see what I'm saying? That between them and God. That yeah. between them and their God what my responsibility is between me and my God. As I always say, Inga, I said on the first interview back in season one, man, mm-hmm. I'm always having a conversation with God. You just eavesdropping on it. No doubt. Even right now, I'm talking, me and God talking. Mm-hmm. You just happen to hear it. And whoever else is listening to the podcast is happening, he- happens, they're, they're just happening to hear the conversation. Gotcha. So that's why I'm always about the words that we use being powerful and being meaningful and being intentional because your convers not your conversation, I can't tell nobody what to do. My conversations mm-hmm. are always with God. Yeah. And then in those places when I'm less than those places when I'm I'm not my best and less than my best, that's when I have to go back and correct myself. Or I'm open and want somebody to correct me. Be mm-hmm. like, nah man, your word, your words one God like. Words one God. Like so Yeah, man, everything is a U issue, bro.
0: Response is so powerful, man. Like, um, me and my kids and my wife, we had a conversation earlier this week. Uh, She does this thing called a growth mindset. And, you know, growth Mm. mindset is what Mm -hmm. it's called. But she break it down to him in the morning on the way to school, right, about growth mindset. And so this week we talked about response to situations, right? situation happened with Jada uh, like a week or so ago. And... I had picked up Ink. I was taking him the way he had to go. And the school was calling me. But I thought Jada had practice. And they had canceled practice. So I hadn't even seen the email. And I was going back the other way. And so when I missed, I missed the call twice. And we finally get the call. We finally get to her. But we was a little late picking her up because we didn't think she had practice. So when she got in the car, you know, she was crying. You know, where were y'all? You know, I was up here waiting by myself. You know this, that, and the third. So I'm listening, I'm listening, listening, listening. She on and on. Where y'all was at? I'm listening, listening. Finally, i was like, hey, hey, all right, Jaden, all right, all right. That's about enough, right? Uh-huh. That's about it. Your mama got a little bit more patience than me. That's about <laughs> enough. All right, Jay. you in the car, ain't you? <laughs> I said, you in the car? You in the back seat, ain't you? Right, right. Yeah, I'm in the back seat. But where y'all was at? Right. I'm like, Jay, you in the car? We right here. What you talking about? You here, right? And she was like, yeah, but I thought something had happened to y'all when y'all didn't answer the phone. I thought something had happened, like bad. Mm -hmm. And it never had crossed my mind that she was processing it that way. And so we had this whole deal about response. And so we tell our kids, right, if you get caught somewhere, right, you get lost. You go outside in the school. You go on a field trip. And something happens, you stray away, you find yourself lost. What's the first thing you do, right? And what we tell them is you find you an adult with some kids and you ask them, can you use the phone to text or call your parents, right? And so we always talk response to situations. All right, Jay, when getting on the phone, how could you respond it better, right? Okay, I could have calmed down, stopped crying, asked them, could I call grandma or granddaddy, right? Mm -hmm. And so we talked about response. And so I want to read this, oh, because I sent this out early in the week. And it says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Mm -hmm. And it sounds cliche when it says it's never about what happens to you, it's about how you respond to it. But man, that shit's so true.
1: It is true. And it's.
0: Man, that's so true.
1: It's hard in the sense to be free. Yeah. It's hard for people to be free. No doubt. Because we've been conditioned to have certain type of responses to certain type of stimuli.
0: hmm
1: Right? Yeah, that's good. So. Condition. Yeah. We, if you get a stimuli and uh, uh, let's say, okay, let's say Jada, right? in In that situation where she felt something had happened to you guys. She could now, hopefully, as she grows and 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 matures up, and understand the notion of faith mm-hmm. that nothing's happened to him. Yeah. What is in this situation? I'm supposed to do. What is it that the universe? What is God trying to tell me right now? Mm-hmm. Right. But the stimuli was my parents not answering, her personality and her her. Frame of thought, right, mm-hmm. was oh something may have happened to them. Another kid, frame of thought, maybe my folks don't care about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm true, saying. Yeah. Like they can run the gamut, and then or they could respond with, "Okay, God, what you trying to say? Mm-hmm. What universe? What you trying to get me to understand in this moment? Because there's a reason for what happens. Yeah, there's a reason for a stimuli. Mm-hmm. Every stimuli that you get." Every stimuli that you get, everything that happens is for a reason. Hmm. If you stop, steal yourself, remember all of your experiences, you will get that reason and you will get the lesson. And on the backside of that is your peace, your understanding, your freedom and your growth.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: That's good. So that the time between the stimuli and your response, if that time is okay. Real simple. I right, God, what you want me to get right now? hmm Universe, what you trying to teach me? Okay. All right, all right, all right. Stimuli over here, response over there. Y'all get get the hell out of the way. Because <laughs> in this interstitial space is where I meet God. God meets me. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And that's where your freedom is. Yeah. In that interstitial space between stimuli and response. Yes, sir. That's where your power is. Mm -hmm. That's where your autonomy is. That's where you get an understanding of who you are. Because your response is the manifestation of who you are. Mm -hmm. Right? So you get the stimuli, you get in that interstitial space, uh, okay, the lesson, what I'm supposed to get, who I'm supposed to become, how I'm supposed to respond, all of that, right? Right? That is who you are in that moment, in that interval, in that interval time, right? And then you respond. You respond. Your your response is the manifestation of where you already were. Like that. Right. Now. So that's that's the whole. That's where the growth <laughs> and the power and the autonomy and all of the freedom and the liberation comes from. When when the, the same saying, saying between the stimulus and the response. Yeah. That interstitial space is where you meet God. Yeah. Or better yet, it is a direct correlation to where you are in your relationship with God.
0: Yeah. I think, Um. I think. like, if you don't naturally think that way, I think it could be trained, right? Yeah. In terms of, like, looking at situations, because quite obviously, like <laughs> anything, it's going to be a challenge at first to stop and be like, all right, God, what you trying to teach me right now? What's the lesson in this? What's the blessing in this, right? Mm -hmm. It's like when I talk about that 9-11 incident and the responses and asking God, like, what am I being protected from, right? When we talk about the cat that morning, wife asking him, can he take his kid to school? Man, like, nah, I got to work. Please, can you take him to school? No, I got to work. All right, I'm going to take off and take him to school, right? As a result, ended up sparing his life. Turnpike accident happens. Gentleman can't make it to work, spared his life. And so all these situations that happen on the opposite side of that, the result was what it was. Mm-hmm. Right. But being able to step back and look at a situation and say, all right, God, what's the lesson in it? What's the blessing in it? It's like a lady asked me two days ago. She's like, man, I got to get surgery. How long did it take you to get to a good space mentally? Right. With what happened to you after the surgeries? I was like, it was a solid two two and a half years she's like two and a half years i was like oh no doubt yeah it it was about two two and a half before i got to a space and place to where i stopped fighting stopped trying to understand stopped trying to figure it out to where i had to sit back and say all right god what you got for me what you trying to do right now right because i I want folks to hear this oh because like often in, in life when things don't go the way we want it to go or we encounter something Immediately, we want to understand it, right? Immediately, we want to understand it. We want to figure it out. We want to know, hey, man, what is this, right? And sometimes something can be so tough, like can be so hard, right, that you're not going to understand it. I'm talking about it could be so real that you're not going to understand. It could be so real, like you can't go to the Bible and get a verse for it. It can be so real. You can't go to the Quran. It can be so real. Like you can't go to the church house based on Catholic. Like it can be so real that you're not going to understand it. Mm -hmm. You just got to survive it, doc. Mm -hmm. Right? And by surviving it, the lessons come. Mm -hmm. The blessings come. The perspective comes. Most importantly, and hopefully, the peace comes. Sometimes things are going to be so tough. Stop fighting it. Stop trying to understand it. Just survive it. Take all that energy and just survive it. Like, bro, day by day, moment by moment, situation by situation. Like my dog say, be where your feet are. Just survive it. Right? Yeah. And then you're going to get to a place. You're going to be on top of the mountain one day. And you're going to say, man, I see exactly why I had to face and go through that.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and and understanding is like a drug. Yeah. Understanding is poison. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Because if you understand, that means you're on the backside of it. Yeah. Now, if you understand something and didn't grow from it, you get the satisfaction internally of having understood why this happened, Mm -hmm. why that didn't happen. Like, you can answer all the whys. Yeah. Yet have no growth Mm. because you understand it. Have no growth. Right? (laughs) Answer all the whys. And then there are times, and what you were just talking about, where when you don't understand is really the opportunity to grow. Mm. It's really the opportunity to understand what life is trying to teach you. Yes, sir. Because you don't understand. Don't understand. I I, I mean, I teach for a living, right? Absolutely. So when I'm teaching young people or teaching people, period, when they understand— there's nothing left for me to teach you about that.
0: Mm.
1: Now, your understanding, yeah. maybe as the shirt say, whatever you think you think, rethink, rethink it. Because your yeah. understanding is you making it make sense. Yeah, That may not be, quote unquote, what it is. Mm. You just yeah. making it make sense. It happens so you can create a narrative for it. Yeah, yeah, don't miss that. You can don't create the narrative that. for it don't to now, that. oh, okay, it makes sense. And then you say, oh, I understand that. And you ain't understand shit. <laughs> don't miss that. And my dad would say, you that. don't know bad shit don't from peanut candy. But you say, that. I understand. It. No doubt. Right? Because understanding, when you really think you understand something, you have ceased to grow. Meaning you're on the backside of the lesson.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. No, you don't have it. Don't got it. And you don't have to have it. Absolutely. On the front end. That's like, oh, I can't understand it. Then it paralyzes me. Mm -hmm. People are like, I don't understand it. So I can't move forward. Yeah. I can't do anything because I don't understand why this happened. Why did this happen to me? Mm. Why did that happen to her? Why did that happen to him? Why does it have to be like this? Okay. You get the answer. And what? You still got to go through it. No doubt. So understanding is, the la- understanding is like the red velvet cake after Sunday dinner, mm. right? You got to go through the process. You got to go through the whole dinner first. You got to go through everything. You got to climb the mountain. Understanding is once you get to the mountaintop, yeah. it's like I want to understand how it feels to be on the top of Mount Everest while your ass is at the base of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. So you want to circumvent the whole process and you won't understand it?
0: Mm.
1: No Especially when things Come at you so fast And may come so deep And come so hard As sometimes life Will You know It'll present itself Right Absolutely And we'll spend our time Trying to understand And it paralyzes us Yeah As opposed to Just keep Just keep grinding Just keep taking one step In front of the other Yes sir Right Put your feet on the floor Every day I don't understand Man I'm telling you Seven Eight Nine years ago bro For about four years, I couldn't understand nothing. I couldn't see my way out of no way. Mm. Only thing I had was putting my feet on the floor, prayer, listening to folks, you know, but doing my process. No doubt. That's all I had. I didn't know. I had no clue. I didn't know what the end was going to be. As old folks say, I believe I went on to see what the end going to be because I know there's something at the end waiting for me mm-hmm. that's where the understanding is at the end but right now you just gotta run on yeah run on to see what the end gonna be whatever it is you're going through in life bro ma'am whatever it is that you're going through in life whatever burden that you're carrying mm-hmm. right run on yeah the elders the old folks said all the time that you sang the song down the Flint river man I believe I run on to see what the end gonna be because there's something. At the end, waiting for me, that something is that faith and knowing that God got you on the back end. You just got the part that you got to do is just run on. You, you don't have the assignment to understand. You have the assignment to run. It's good. That's the assignment. The assignment is put one foot in front of the other. The assignment is put your feet on the floor. Put your
0: feet on the floor.
1: The assignment is not to carry that burden to be nasty and hateful and ugly to uh, folks as you as you go on your journey. Yes, the assignment is to be kind. Is what we bring this thing full circle back around to. The assignment is to bring positive energy because you know there's something on the other end that's waiting for you.
0: Yes, sir. I'm picking up what you're putting down, Doctor. I got you. And so, Stop trying to understand.
1: Uh, Stop <laughs> trying to understand. But what I'm saying, wow. and, and 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 let me say this too, um. For people like you and I, like our personality type, mm-hmm. that's easier for us to do. Sure,
0: yeah.
1: Right? It's hard. So I understand the struggle. No doubt. No, I can't say I understand the struggle. I respect but- the struggle of having to kind of understand some things before you make the next step. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's really tough to ask people to walk on faith. Yeah. To the you know, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Absolutely. And so you know, you taking that first step up the staircase and you can't see no other steps, it's right? Tough. That's that's tough, tough for a lot of people. Just like, let's let's let, let's talk real. Okay. So what's tough for us? Hey, what you planning to do next week? As, as it comes. Come. Right. I'm embracing <laughs> it as it comes. What come. you planning to do tomorrow? Yeah, I'm embracing <laughs> it as it comes. Getting on the flight, doing my thing. But there are some people, they got that thing lined out to a T. No question. So in terms of uh, you know, lining things out and and having an itinerary, we struggle with that. Oh no question, right? Happy. So there are, there are, there are pluses and minuses to all personality types. There are pluses and minuses to all gifts. Yeah. So I don't. I want to make sure that we we honor and make sure that we are, we're not speaking from a holier than thou perspective. Mm-hmm. We're speaking from our perspective. We're speaking from our gift of inspiration. Kuham sisha. Absolutely right. Um, But the the other gifts In the world And other gifts That people have They have their own Particular struggles And they have things That that are very easy For them Absolutely Man I can't clean the kitchen to save my life (laughs) I mean I can think I got that thing All worked out I can't clean the kitchen Like for a person Who really knows How to Organize stuff And do that thing thing, Like getting something Clean and organized Yeah Man I suck Yeah Like, I'm I, terrible, I, I suck, right?
0: I suck at schedules, man. Yeah, like you said, I I like I'm a I'm a free spirit, free flowing person.
1: Man. Yeah. So
0: when that schedule, and itinerary come across, man, I get anxiety, <laughs> man. <laughs> I got to be here when what I got to do? It, how long?
1: Yeah, yeah. That, that do something to me. Mm-hmm. I'd like to just go. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and the same way that is uh that bring, and, and and me too, like. Yeah. Don't tell me what I got to do until about five minutes before we got to do it. Yeah, you tell me two days, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, subconsciously, I'm going to forget it. I'm going to forget it for my own peace. Because yeah, if I that, don't, I'm gonna be thinking no about. It. That's what I'm saying. That's and i to miss all about. the moments yeah. from that time up exactly. until when I got to do it. I'm gonna miss every moment exactly. that the universe got for me. Exactly. Right. So if you really know me, don't, don't tell me five minutes before and be like, all right, yeah. Game time, game time, and I'm like, let's go, okay. you know. So, I but yeah, you. man, that that's it, though. Man, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this one yeah. right here. I'm gonna take us out with this, man.
0: Take us out with this quote, man. It says, "The sun will rise and set regardless what we choose to do with the light while it's here, is up to us. Journey wisely. The sun will rise and set regardless." What we choose to do with the light while it's here is up to us. Journey wisely.
1: Bruh, ma'am, sirs, peace and liberation Mm. are your two objectives. If you can strive for those, peace and liberation, from the time that sun rises and that light hits to the time that sun goes down, if you're striving for your own personal peace, and your own personal liberation, howsoever it is fit and how it fits in your life, so be it. Yet, if you make that your objective, you and God are gonna be able to sit down and dwell. Peace.
0: Yes, indeed. Peace.